Welcome to the Fellowship. My name is Adam Hawk, joined as always by Mr. Incomparable. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a former pro surfer, a current world-renowned surfboard shaper. He's a craftsman. He's a damn good golfer. He's a card-carrying member to the local Elks Lodge. He drives a 1977 Cadillac. He loves a smooth cigar, a punchy scotch, and a spicy aftershave. He's a homeowner, folks. He's also a two-time husband and a one-time father. He values everyone's opinion so long as it agrees with his. You know him. You love him. Mr. Ryan Engel. Ryan, how are you today? A hell of an introduction. I'm, I'm a lot of things. Well, I figured after all of my self-indulgence the past few episodes, be it the anxiety episode, the half marathon episode, the hole-in-one episode, the soccer team bit from last week, shock, jock, hawk, it was time to give the people what they want, so more Ryan Engel. You know, the people, they're not here for me. Well, I mean, don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. Don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. Just kind of want to give you a little bit of a uh, check-in here. Oh, yeah? We teased some items that we're going to be debuting for our holiday season, Black Friday push, whatever you want to call it. A couple of those items, we kind of posted a little bit of a teaser of them, one being the lighter and the hip flask. We just got a really fun comment in the comment section. Okay, so this took place on Instagram, your personal account, at Tips from the Tips. You decided to go ahead and tease a couple of items that we're bringing in for holiday 2023. Features you smoking a cigarette on it with a new Gold Nation smoking Tom lighter, which is pretty cool. How to jam for life comments, cancer. Wow, that is a weird promotion. It's funny how these guys who comment that stuff... He's a holistic life explorer. This is this is bio here. Fitness, life, practice, practitioner, motivational adventure. What's motivational about judging and shaming and wishing cancer upon someone who just enjoys a little vice? Did you mean to say practitioner? Yeah. Okay. So in the video, the teaser reel for the new products, a lighter and a flask, I was seen smoking a cigarette. That cigarette is a Hollywood cigarette gifted to us by Michael Lander. It's additive-free, nicotine-free. We said it before. Our uh, little launch photo shoot at the beautiful Launder residence in Los Angeles, California. Shout out to the Launders. Love those guys. We need to get dinner with them soon, by the way. We said it then. We're going to say it again. We're bringing the cigarette back, baby. I mean... How cool is a cigarette? You see a picture of people on an airplane in the 60s dressed in their Sunday's best with their legs crossed, just holding the Carlton 120, reading the paper, cocktail on their little tray. Different time, man. Ashing into the armrest. God. Yeah, they're bad for you. So's the sun. What, are you not going to go outside anymore? I mean, I think we just celebrated a holiday here in America called Halloween where everything given to the little kids is bad for you. Yeah. Alcohol is bad for you. Yeah. I think sugar kills the most people. So does obesity. Yeah. So does stress. Yeah. I wonder if this guy goes around and comments on absolutely everything that he sees. Man, take a lap. Let people live their lives. I'm not on your page. I can't be because you're private. Isn't it funny how all the guys who talk shit like that, they like throw these comments out and then they run back and hide behind their private profiles? If you're a motivational speaker, man, I feel bad for those that sign up. (laughs) So much to cover in today's show, so let's get to it. Off the top, a quick congratulations to our guy, PGA Tour caddy Joe Etter, and his former boss, PGA Tour player Patton Kazire. They each had a great week in Cabo. Patton finished T15, and so did Joe Etter on Davis Thompson's bag. 
So it's a 120K paycheck for the big fella PK and 12K for Senor Jose Etter. And sure, they're no longer working together, but it's still nice for guys like us who are friends of theirs to check the leaderboard on Sunday and see these guys tying for a T15 and making some serious coin. So congrats to the fellas. And for those wondering, and I don't know how many are, this was the Worldwide Technology Championship played down in Cabo this past weekend. And to me, nothing screams golf. Worldwide. Like Worldwide Technology. What a compelling title sponsor name for a golf event. But while I have the opportunity, I do want to talk about Cabo San Lucas, the extremely popular tourist destination for gringo travelers and the site of my honeymoon nine and a half years ago. Most overrated place on earth. Mm. Have you been? A long time ago. And you've never been back? No, I haven't actually. Why would you? Yeah, I don't know. Everything is wickedly expensive. There's no culture because Cabo exists solely to serve Americans dumb enough to go there. The food is average, and the beach scene is quite literally illegal. You go anywhere on the beach in Cabo, and all you see is a bunch of signs that say, if you get in this water, you will be sucked into the Pacific Ocean and killed immediately. I didn't see a single swimmable beach in the entire town. Just The entire town is like a bay. That's why the town existed, because it was a natural harbor for vessels to come in, and it started as a fishing village. Just because you stayed on the Pacific side and didn't come around where everybody swims doesn't mean that there is none. Just one death trap after another. Oh, my God. So to Cabo, I say, you can keep it because it sucks. Sounds like a guy who stayed in all-inclusive and never left. Not a Cabo guy. Yeah, I can tell. Well, that's where they played golf over the weekend. And speaking of golf... Wasn't it Tiger's course? I don't know. Oh, I don't either. Thank you for that contribution. Yeah. Speaking of golf, I'm very excited for tomorrow because I am taking what we in the business like to call PTO, paid time off. Wow. Cashing in a vacation day in the middle of the work week to hang out with you and play some golf at San Clemente Municipal Golf Course. I'd hate to see you get the snake tomorrow. Well, I'm excited to play tomorrow. I haven't played in the Gillis Group in quite some time. The tee times and groupings were circulated today via the captain. Mm. And what do you know? I'm in your group, which is great. And we're playing with a couple of gentlemen, a couple of very unique characters. Okay. Okay. A couple of guys that could be scripted into sitcoms. Okay. Okay. We're playing with uh, (laughs) Lars Lewis. Okay. Okay. And Anthony Bacardi. Okay. Okay. I haven't asked him yet, but you know how Bacardi's like, yeah, I got my grandfather's clubs redone and shit. And and then he texted me the photos and he had some like neon jumbo grips on there or whatever. I was like, holy shit. That's like sneakers with a suit. He said he was going to play those clubs for a year. And I saw him on the internet yesterday with his range videos where he has that towel hanging from his belt. Looks like a squirrel tail. Looked like he was hitting some modern clubs. So I don't know. Did he throw in the old squirrel towel or what? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And yes, Anthony Bacardi loves to go to the driving range in gym shorts and a hoodie and drape a towel out his backside. Let me ask you this. If he shows up tomorrow after pledging to play his grandfather's clubs for a year and three weeks into this endeavor of playing vintage clubs, he shows up tomorrow to the yard with some modern tech. What are you going to say to him? God hates a quitter. couple more golf topics. 
you recently went to Indian Wells Country Club for mm. opening day. Well, it wasn't opening day, but close to it. Yeah. Okay. There are two golf courses at Indian Wells Country Club. There's the Classic Course and the Cove Course. Cove. You played the Cove Course. How'd you play? Started off with eight pars in a row. Actually got robbed on a couple birdies, and I was like, wow, the kid's flushing it. This is nice, you know? And then uh, Mr. Bogois, table for one, sat down and bellied up for a long meal. And I I went on a little train dinner with Mr. Bogois. It was tough. I fought back, kind of got my mojo back, hit some good shots, but I don't practice. And if I'm not getting out there weekly like I normally do, if I miss a week here or there, I mean, you play twice a month with no warm-up, no practice. You can't expect to play that great. Didn't stop me from having a good time. Nothing ever does, though, right? No, it really doesn't. We're going to have a good time Thursday, November 9th, down at Dogleg Brewing Company in Vista, California. We are going to go down there for the Golf Collectors Market. It's like a vendor show, a trade show, some local golf brands in Southern California, meeting up at a brewery, opening up the trunks of their vehicles, and just slinging some vintage apparel and clubs. Come on down, Dogleg Brewing, Vista, California, Thursday, November 9th, 5 to 9 p.m. Ryan and myself will be there. You think Shipnuck's going to be selling books? Well, Shipnuck, for those that don't know, is Alan (laughs) Shipnuck. Alan Shipnook is part owner of the Fire Pit Collective. You know what's funny about the Fire Pit Collective? I'm sure they're nice guys. I know nothing about them. The Alan guy, he obviously has been one of the leaders of the charge to talk shit on live golf and everything. I thought it was funny because I was like, wow, the Fire Pit Collective's logo sure looks like a live golf logo. (laughs) Very good. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. That's just the way my mind works, folks. I'm a weirdo. I'm Some call me a savant, maybe a little bit of a renaissance man. Not really sure what both those terms actually mean, but they sound good. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yes, the Fire Pit Collective will be at this collector's market show. So we look forward to breaking bread with the Fire Pit Collective. Hey, as much as I may disagree with the way people do stuff... I always give everyone a chance. Shake hands. You're cool in person. You're cool with me. Final golf topic, and this will be a big one. Let's talk about the TGL. Does anyone out there know what the TGL is? Chances are, if you're a golf fan, you have heard of it. The TGL is a brand new golf league set to debut in January of 2024, So we are coming up just a few months away from the TGL, which is owned and operated by Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. What we know about the league is that it will be indoor golf played in the state of Florida at Palm Beach City College in a 250,000 square foot stadium. There are five teams. The five teams are represented by five different cities, Boston, New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, and San Francisco. This league will be broadcast on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. It is in partnership with the PGA Tour, and I guess we're just going to have to wait and see how it shakes out. I think a lot of people started remembering the TGL was a thing. It was announced back in 2022, but John Rahm just recently decommitted or pulled out of the TGL, making it 
top headline news again. And then I think everyone, myself included, said, oh, yeah, this is a thing. Yeah, I should. What the hell is this all about? Yeah, I should probably research this and figure out what the TGL is. Do you have any thoughts on the so, TGL? Yeah, this is going to surprise you and probably everyone, all 14 of you that listen to this stupid podcast. Well, your boy over here did a little research last night, did a little prep, went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. I've got a lot to say about the TGL. You actually researched the yes. TGL? You yes. have informed opinions right now? Well, buckle up, because this is a doozy. Apparently, it's indoor golf. And when you and I and everybody in the world thinks about indoor golf, we think of simulator golf, which is the stupidest thing on planet Earth. <laughs> but TGL doesn't want you to call it simulator golf, because only some of the shots will be hit on a simulator. Get this. Everything from 50 yards in will be played on real grass inside a dome behind a simulator screen at a community college in Florida. <laughs> what? It, this gets better. Apparently, the players will tee off into a simulator screen, and when they get within 50 yards of the hole, they'll turn around and start firing real shots at a real green. All of this will take place inside the SoFi Center at a community college in Palm Beach, Florida. Apparently, everything besides the screen is real. The tee boxes are made of grass. So is the fairway from 50 yards in. According to reports, the putting green is remote controlled for an infinite amount of combinations, allowing the TGL to tilt the slope and surface by pushing a few buttons. Okay, so let me just understand this. I'll play the listener who's trying to follow along, and you just tell me if I have this right. Yeah, yeah. They are going to play inside a 250,000 square foot dome in Palm Beach, Florida at a community college. They are going to hit their tee shots into a simulator screen. When they get within 50 yards, they are then going to turn around and play on real grass into a real green, and the green will be remote controlled and be able to simulate almost any green in the world. So even though there's only one green in the dome, by pushing a few buttons, they can get different slope and speed and change that green however they want for whatever hole they're playing. Yeah. It'd be kind of like watching porn, but the actors are one real person and a sex doll. <laughs> Like, what are we even talking about here? It gets even weirder, Hawk. There are five teams, and not just five teams, but five teams that represent cities. The interesting part of this is that none of these cities are ever going to host one of these things. None of the guys are actually from these cities. They're all going to play at a community college in Palm Beach, Florida. There's Los Angeles, Boston, Atlanta, New York, and San Francisco. Hmm. Those are the five most populated cities in the United States of America. It's all about the merch, baby. It's all about the merch. So you think they selected these five cities, Boston, Atlanta, LA, San Francisco, and New York, chose those five cities specifically because, hey, who cares that none of the players on these teams aren't from there? Who cares that there's only one location for TGL events, and that's in Florida? Let's grab the five biggest cities in the world because for marketing purposes, we can sell merch to these cities because there's so many people who live in these cities. Yeah, there's one stadium and one location, and it's a community college in Florida. There's five teams allegedly representing cities, and not a single one of those cities will ever host an event. So it makes no sense. Then the Boston team, Rory McElroy from Northern Ireland, Terrell Hatton from England, and Adam Scott from Australia. And get this, Keegan Bradley isn't from Boston. <laughs> Is he on the team? He's on the team. Him being from Boston is like me being from Los Angeles. Okay. You're close, but you're not from there. 
Yeah. And so what you're saying is the Boston team, who will never play in Boston, has four guys who aren't from Boston playing for Boston. And their logo is a fucking frog. This is so weird and bizarre. That's why I actually did some research. I would have loved to have been in the meeting when someone said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a Boston team full of international players who aren't from America and don't live in Boston play fake golf at a community college in Florida. Sound good? Oh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> get, get the champagne out. So there's five teams in a league, all from cities that will never host an event and don't have local players. I can speak for myself, probably you, and I would just go on a hunch and say most of our listeners, we're never going to watch these things anyways. But Monday and Tuesday night, aren't these guys complaining about a brutal schedule all the time, picking and choosing their events? Now you're going to fly from Cabo after making the cut and playing through Sunday, fly to Palm Beach to hit balls into a simulator on a Monday and Tuesday before flying to next week's event? Honestly, that's a crazy schedule. These fucking guys, when they sign up for this... They're going to be playing seven days a week in some cases. Yeah. How the hell is that going to work? Monday, Tuesday, fake golf at TGL. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, real golf on the PJ Tour. You wonder why John Rahm said, I'm out. This schedule is fucking crazy. Who wants to play golf seven days a week? You think you do, but you don't. Especially when two of those days are hitting balls into a screen <laughs> in Palm Beach yeah. at a community college. So he's out. And whether or not John Rahm plays has no bearing overall, whether I'll watch or not. It's just a hard pass either way. Have you seen any of the iterations of the match from Capital One? I know we joke about it. The last couple have been so unbearable. Same with the celebrity event in Tahoe. Oh my God, did you see Steph Curry put his hat on backwards and shot a mini basketball into a hoop over by a Travis Matthews trailer? But here's the kicker. The TGL thing is only going to work if the big names are attached. So, of course, Tiger and Rory went door-to-door, got the biggest names in golf to sign up. No one's going to watch Justin Sue or Nate Lashley or Ryan Palmer or Ben Griffin play fake golf. I mean, hell, most people won't watch Tiger and Rory do it. This is American Gladiators of golf. Get the hairspray out and the tights and the... Cue the music up. The fact that Rom was like, fuck this, I'm out. That says everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's 23 guys committed, and all of them are within the top 50 of the world golf rankings. So it is star-studded, because it has to be. But so was Tom Brady, Peyton Manny, Tiger Woods, and Justin Thomas playing night golf, and no one watched and no one cared. You can't keep piling shit on top of shit and expect it to taste better. Who's asking for this? Who in their right mind is sitting around and saying, God, I'd love to see more Kevin Kisner on Monday night. (laughs) Four days a week of PGA Tour just isn't enough. I need another two, and I need it indoors at a community college in Palm Beach, Florida. This is clearly a money grab for the players involved and for the PGA Tour. And remember this, never lose sight of this. Whether or not you're a fan of live golf, and I can't say I'm a hater or a fan, it's there. These guys who left for live found a way to play less golf for more money. And the guys who stuck around for the tour of history and tradition and golf decorum and things that matter for those guys, well, on your days off, you're going to have to come to a community college, rope in five cities that you've never once owned a home in, and uh, sign the biggest names to play more golf to make more money. This is a massive win for Live Golf and a massive L 
for the PGA Tour. Can't wait to tune out on Monday and Tuesday. I, for one, am going to disagree on tuning out. I'm going to watch this out of genuine curiosity. I'm curious to see how they are going to forge this hybrid of simulator golf hitting into a screen and then turning around and playing real golf inside a dome. That's going to be wild and bizarre. And even if it's bad, I'm going to have to watch. But to your point, there is historical evidence to suggest that this might not work. I'm not going to say it's not going to work because we haven't seen it yet. It's not going to work. Okay. Okay. History would be on your side. The big three in basketball, this is a one-off sub-league of the NBA. It's a bunch of old guys playing half-court, shooting four-pointers. It doesn't do anything for anyone. The four-pointer is so ridiculous. (laughs) And Ice Cube owns the big three. And The Rock owns the XFL. And the XFL is on its third try right now of trying to make it work. This makes the Rory thing look even worse. Because this guy has been bitching and moaning for two years, nonstop. And then lo and behold... He's got his hat hanging on this hook the whole time. It's just so bad. It looks so bad for him. Well, speaking of hats, this is going to be an indoor golf league. Do you think they're going to wear hats? Oh, for sure. They just did a promo. Did you see it? Rory is wearing sneakers, joggers, a hooded sweatshirt with a blazer over it, and a curved bill dad hat. Indoors, taking photos for this logo launch yeah at fenway park where they're never gonna play right i just want to be like hey uh got a question for uh team frogger or whatever the fuck their name is boston common golf i'm told okay the the frogs what hotel are you guys all staying in this weekend (laughs) (laughs) oh we're staying at keegan's house he lives an hour and a half away (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of hats inside i am wearing a hat inside yeah should i take it off i don't know all right well i'm going to what the fuck? You have a buzz cut? That's not all. You dyed it. <laughs> you dyed your fucking hair? What are you doing, dude? Does your wife need a new boyfriend that bad? My goodness gracious. You look like Matthew McConaughey in that movie where he... <laughs> we'll edit that out. I'm glad you now know when you've gone too far and something needs to be edited. And that movie was called The Dallas Buyers Club. Fantastic Oscar-nominated and I think Oscar-winning film. So for those listening at home wondering what the hell just happened, I was wearing a hat today to work on purpose. I took it off. I had a brilliant sequitur. Did you hear that? Hey, they're going to wear hats inside. I should take mine off. And what do you know? I've got a buzz cut and my hair is dyed brown. Not a gray hair on this head anymore. So I am wrestling with my own mortality. If you haven't been able to tell listening to this podcast, I mean, you've got a 36-year-old broken-down man who throws his back out putting on a pair of socks, attempting to run half marathons, dealing with anxiety, going on diets, curbing the drinking. And now I'm at that stage where I went and I bought a bucket of hair dye and my wife painted my head and I buzzed it. And now look at me. Do I look like a young man to you? You look younger. That was a great reveal, though, wasn't it? You know your hair's going to grow in, and you're going to have, like, the reverse roots. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be dark on the ends and light at the roots. People are going to be like, what the hell is that? Yeah, and I'm just going to have to reapply the shoe polish. I guess the one final topic that I would like to talk about on our way out, Halloween is in the rear view. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm seeing a lot of things that I don't want to see, and that's Christmas decor. I know. You're a big anti-early Christmas decor guy. And why am I that way, folks? It's because Thanksgiving is such a beautiful, unadulterated, perfect holiday. It is based around this concept of a massive four-day weekend, seeing your family, hanging out, eating good food, and there is zero materialism involved at all. There's no pressure to get out to the store, to buy stuff, to participate in the rat race. None of that. No spoiled kids chucking one present over their shoulder after another as they devour into the wrapping paper and get overstimulated on having mass amounts of product in front of them. There's none of that. Thanksgiving is a perfect holiday. So all I ask is, can we honor Thanksgiving and not completely skip over it and get straight to Christmas after Halloween? Yeah. Can November be about Thanksgiving? In my mind, Christmas decor goes up on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, and not a moment before. I will cut your mic. I will cut your mic. And for those of you looking to get into the Thanksgiving spirit, I could not recommend any more sitting down and firing up Planes, Trains, and Automobiles Mm. starring Steve Martin and John Candy. It is a wonderful film centered around the great day that is Thanksgiving. It is a good film. Great movie. Yeah. Here's a Thanksgiving take for you, Adam. Turkey's the worst. You're not wrong. We're going ham and prime rib this go around. You nailed it. If a carcass and a meat takes that much work and you got to stuff that much shit in it and cook it with all this stuff on the side, everyone has their own theory and this and that, and then it comes out and the only way to actually stomach eating it is just dunking it in gravy and slapping cranberry, which you never eat any other time during a, a, a normal calendar year all over it, just to be able to get that dry, crappy meat down. It's just not it. Agreed. Ham is the way to go. The turkey can be retired. Honey-baked ham. You could eat slabs of that stuff with nothing on it. It's so good. But please, refrain from your Christmas decor, your Christmas songs, and your Christmas spirit until the 25th of November. And mm. then we get a whole month. And Christmas rules. I love the Christmas, Christmas season. Rules. Christmas is great. Oh, I do have one other topic on the way out. Mm. Eric Crane, for those that don't know, Eric Crane is the CEO of Birdwell. He is a currently great- on steroids. <laughs> you seen that guy? He could kick 1985 Arnold Schwarzenegger's ass. The guy Eric- looks like a fucking specimen. Have you seen him? Yes. Eric Crane, wonderful guy. We refer to him as our dad. We love him. He was the very first guest on The Fellowship. He was on our Christmas show last year. Just the best. Great guy. Did you see over the weekend what Eric Crane did? He completed a triathlon. Now, I am wondering, after just sitting across from you a couple of weeks ago and you completely taking a massive growler on the endurance community and participation medals in these events, would you like to tell Eric Crane right now that his accomplishment means nothing and that he only did it for the medal in the pictures. Would you like to laugh in Eric Crane's face right now? No, because triathlons are the real deal. Here we go. I want to know where he buys his creatine, dude. So you think Eric Crane's on steroids? Oh, he's juicing, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. The guy looks so freaking buff, dude. I know. It's crazy. What is that? Holy shit. My wife's on this app. <laughs> Eric, save some for the rest of yeah, us. Yeah, dude. I text him and said, you should not look this good for your age. I'm sitting here in my bathroom on a Friday dyeing my hair to try to look younger. 
you're twice as old as me and you look half my age. You look fantastic. Love the guy. Jealous of the guy. And he's not twice my age, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Congratulations to Eric Crane. And with that, and with a full recap of the TGL from Ryan Engel himself, Mr. Preparedness. The first and last note-taking bit that I'll ever do. Great job. Very proud of you. I do want to say thank you to everyone for listening. We appreciate it. We hope to see you at Dogleg on Thursday. Stay tuned for our Black Friday sale, which we will be starting here very soon. Tune into at Nation Golf on Instagram. Join our email list via the website. Stay informed on all things Nation. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week.